Welcome to the third episode of the Portrait Personas podcast. Emily, how is it going? It is going great. It's Friday night. We made it. It was a long week, and I'm ready to talk about one of my favorite idols. We're already going off the beaten path. We've done historical artwork for your third post. Are we recreating a particular picture? What was the source of this, and who did you recreate? This was a photo of Lucille Ball, and this was when I kind of started branching out from traditional art history. Photography is very much part of the canon of art, and unfortunately, I couldn't find credit info for this photo but I would consider it as art. Later on in this project, I branch out to kind of almost cosplay, but at this point, I'm still thinking about things that would fit under the category of art. So this is a portrait of Lucille Ball, approximately somewhere in the 50s. It looks like her in the I Love Lucy era. If I had to guess, this almost looks like a time photo. Yes, I think it's definitely a professional photo. Her diamond ring is very distinct. It might actually be later. I'm not sure if that was her wedding ring from her first marriage to Desi Arnaz or later. So that actually might narrow the field. So I would have to look into that. But at this point, was still trying to use things I already had. And the only other wig I had at the time was a red wig. And it was a short red wig. And when I thought of redheads, which there are redheads in art, but when I thought of redheads, the first person I thought of immediately was Lucille Ball, one of my idols. And I Love Lucy is one of my favorite shows of all time. We grew up in the golden age of Nick at Night when we had all of the amazing television shows playing on reruns like I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched, I Love Lucy. And I just remember watching that as a kid and loving it. And it was such a formative experience for my personal brand of comedy. And she was such a master of like physical comedy. And I think I still really use that, like the power of facial expressions and body language. That's something that still is very much part of how I express my humor today. And so I wanted to recreate a picture of her. She actually was a model before becoming an actress, before becoming a comedian. So there are tons of photos to choose from of her. But finding one that I could recreate from home proved to be more of a challenge. When I found this photo, it's hard to tell exactly what she's wearing, some kind of coat or blazer. I knew I had a blazer of that color palette, not quite the same pattern, but I knew that would work. So I decided to use this photo. So that was like the aha moment. You're like, wait, I have that jacket. Or you have like, I can make that ring. Yes. I have that jacket. We mentioned last time I love jewelry. I have tons of costume jewelry. So I knew I could find a similar ring and I had experimented with hanging up sweaters as a backdrop. So I knew I had a red sweater I could use for the backdrop and I had the red wig. I'm now noticing the red sweater. That It's so funny because of the lighting, it almost looks like a curtain. This is one of those one, the early ones that I'm still pretty impressed that I shot this without a tripod. So this is one of the earlier ones that I look back and feel pretty proud of. And this was also when I started thinking about makeup and hair. So I had the wig, but I needed to style it. And even though it's cropped, and this was also when I did a teaser. So the day before I kind of artfully posed the wig and the blazer together. And then I had to style the wig to kind of get that, which was challenging, you know, these wigs, it's synthetic hair. And I have several curling irons and I had to figure out the heat setting of the curling iron so that it wouldn't burn the hair off, but that it was warm enough to actually curl the wig. So I figured that out and I styled it as closely as possible. I had false eyelashes, you know, my years of 
doing ballet taught me like rudimentary makeup skills that have only grown over time. And I like makeup. So I had false eyelashes. I had red lips, red lips. I had red <laughs> lipstick. This is where I, I get caught up in the eyes and facial expression. So that that was the, the trickiest part. You said it was pre-tripod, right? Were there any challenges in getting the photo? Like were you on, on a table? I look like I'm leaning on something, but I'm actually leaning on air. I just kind of propped my arm up to that particular pose and had my chin on my hand. And I was still doing the long arm selfie at this point. That was kind of a challenge to make my body look like I was leaning on a chair while still having my arm out in a non-obvious way. And as usual, I got caught up in looking at the right place because I wanted to make sure the light was on my face since she's very luminous and well-lit in this photo. I had to make sure my face was pointing towards my window, which has really great natural light, which is super lucky. Wow, that's natural light. Yeah, nat totally natural light. My balcony has the big double screen door that just has great natural light. So I wanted to make sure my face was getting that full light and then propping my arm on air. <laughs> so looking in the right place, looking luminous, having that pensive expression while holding my arm out in a non-obvious way. I have to guess just looking at this, did you accidentally take a couple where the ring wasn't in frame? Oh, of course. Getting the ring at the right spot and then having my chin at the right spot. I had to have the ring visible and it's not quite as visible as it is in the photo of her. And I think my nails were probably painted some garish shade of purple or something. So I wanted, when I cropped it, my nail, not like I got over that later and, you know, had blue nails and a painting from the 1800s. But at this time I was trying to be very accurate by like having my hand in a place where the nail could be cropped, but the ring was still visible and Leaning on air. That was definitely a challenge, but I'm happy with how it turned out. You were drawn to a photo. A lot of people think of Lucille Ball, comedy, laughing, big, boisterous, but this is a real serene photo of her. Is that another thing that kind of like drew you to it or is that something you really liked out of the project? She's known as the queen of comedy, but she was a model. She was very beautiful. She was a powerful woman. She was the first female president of a major TV studio. She was the first pregnant woman to play a pregnant woman on TV. She was very revolutionary in addition to being hilarious. And I just appreciated this kind of pensive look, this like moment of calm and that just really embraced her beauty and her brain, like what's going on in her head. You know, she wasn't just a funny person. Yeah, you definitely see the wheels turning. So the, the costume aspect of this, I want to loop back to this is the first time you started doing B-roll. Yes. That pose doesn't look comfortable. Did you want to have like a different angle, like a higher up photo of you? Did you feel like you were styling in that wig? Yes. A, this was before I realized that Instagram allows you to do the square or then the kind of the three to four ratio. This was before <laughs> I realized you could do the three to four ratio with multiple photos. I just hadn't really, I don't know, blonde moment, didn't notice. I was disappointed that I spent all this time on the hair and you could barely see it in the photo, even though I think she must have had a smaller face than our Mendonca cranium. <laughs> so I wanted to show what the hair looked like. And I wanted to give a peek of like how I hung up the sweater. So I decided to take that B-roll to show off the hairstyle. And also, you know, I was like, maybe I will make this a thing and add a little more info since I had done the teaser, may as well do a behind the scenes as well. The red wig is the foundation of this thing. Was it kind of cool and to, to make you plan ahead? Like maybe one of the reasons you kept doing this is you're like, oh, cool, if there's a week, 
that I can just do something that's current or I can really do a pop culture kind of thing? Is that one of the things they made you extra excited about doing the project? I really enjoyed the first two weeks, but it was fun to A, enter the world of photography and portray someone who I admired. That kind of gave me extra inspiration to think about a long-term goal for this, since art history is obviously expansive, but when trying to recreate portraits that semi-resemble me, that limits things a little. So this gave me a lot of ideas for the future to broaden my reach. I Love Lucy is something that kind of comes up. Are there other Lucy things that you've run into that you would suggest for people? And maybe even people that haven't even heard of Lucille Ball, I guess maybe, would you just say start with I Love Lucy? I Love Lucy was a sitcom that ran from 1951 to 1957. So this year will be its 70th year. She just really made her way. She didn't grow up wealthy. She worked very hard. She had constant setbacks in her career until she made it. And when she was starting to do well in Hollywood, she had moments where she got blacklisted because she wouldn't, you know, flirt with the right famous producers. And so that's when she entered the world of radio. So she also had a history in radio. And that is how she kind of refined timing and tone of voice. So she was in radio. She was a model. She was in movies. And she was in I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy is what I would recommend. It's well-loved by many people. It had firsts. It was the first, I believe, with a live audience. So it was new in that aspect. It was first time to show a pregnant woman, even though they weren't allowed to say the word pregnant. So they had to kind of go around that. So she really tried to incorporate everyday moments in the script. So it still has relatable moments and they really did not want her to act with her actual husband, Desi Arnaz. Biases exist now just as they did then, but they took the show on the road to prove that it was likable and relatable. She didn't let anyone stop her. And actually, Desi Lu, their production company, also produced Star Trek. And Star Trek would not have existed without her because she went against the board's wishes to finance the pilot. You might not have heard of her, but she kind of had her influence on many important pop culture moments. I Love Lucy's on Hulu, I believe, still holds up. Short episodes, kind of the original sitcom, the most famous redhead who wasn't actually a redhead. Yeah, so wait, what's the deal with that? What's, what's her real hair color? She was born a brunette. She became a platinum blonde when she was a model. She was blonde for most of her time in Hollywood and when she was modeling. And then MGM did an image makeover for her. And that is when they decided she should become a redhead. And so her famous red look was achieved with a henna rinse. Allegedly, the particular, I guess, mixture of henna was kept under lock and key. It was like, I guess, a signature blend or something. So she was natural brunette, platinum blonde for many, many years, and then became a redhead. And you'll notice if you watch the show, sometimes Desi Arnaz's character was Ricky Ricardo. You'll notice he sometimes makes jokes about henna. There are subtle jokes about her hair not being natural red. If you ever rewatch it, knowing that she wasn't a natural redhead, they kind of peppered that joke throughout the series. Easter eggs throughout. That's incredible. I love that. And I think the timing of this episode in particular is kind of funny considering we are now in a post WandaVision world. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The formidable housewife, husband, <laughs> all sorts of things going on at home. Let's try and do this again, this part of the show where I try to stump you and you always know 
you already pre-stumped me. You already pre-dunked me with, I didn't know that she was not a redhead. <laughs> so I'm just going to be unfair. Let's be big brother unfair. Do you know how tall she was? I can guess. Do you want to guess? All right, guess. I will guess because I know she was taller than average. I would guess 5'10". Five, 5'7". Five, really? Well, remember, people are taller. I, I'm 5'3", so everyone seems taller than me. And I know Desi Arnaz was slightly shorter than her. So I would have thought he was like 5'7", and that she would have been 5'10". That's interesting. So he must have been 5'6 like or 5'5". A final question for this post. Did you learn anything about her? Did this cause you to be like, oh, I need to rewatch something? Or, you know what, I really do love Lucille Ball. Or did you have so much just growing up pre-hero research into her? I knew some about her paving the way or in a way breaking the glass ceiling before that was kind of a term with her production company. But I didn't know as much about her history as a model, seeing how beautiful she looked in this photo and all the pictures that came up when I started searching for pictures of her. That kind of gave me a greater interest in her pre-Lucy era. And I remembered at the beginning of the pandemic, I had purchased this Forever Lucy magazine in the grocery store on one of my last grocery store trips. And I hadn't read it, so I remembered I had that. So I dove into that for some of the pre-Lucy factoids. I'm a big fan of this post, or posts, because as we said, it was your first teaser, your, your first behind the scenes. So you really did expand the portrait personas at this point. Do we have a little bit of a teaser for next week's episode? This is actually a good segue. Something that I share with my best friend, Sam, from college. Shout out to Sam. Hey, girl, love you. Um is we both love Lucy and Lucille Ball. And that was something we bonded over. And she is the connection between this and the next week's post because she suggested that I recreate this portrait. So that is how I decided to do next week's portrait, which is from the pop art realm. So super fun and colorful. Get ready to learn a little bit about some pop art, some maybe a little bit more celebrity. I've kind of peeked ahead. So there we go. Thank you, Emily, for another portrait persona. My pleasure.